Hey friends, welcome to the Johnson City Living Podcast, where we learn about the people, places, events, and flavors that make Johnson City just a lovely place to live. It is a beautiful, rainy day here. I brought an umbrella in, but I made it to hang out with a new friend of mine, Ryan White. He is a baseball expert, high school teacher, future barber, and recently um, the American Crew All-Star Challenge winner. Yes, sir. Is that correct? That is correct. And he's a podcast regular, it sounds like, <laughs> on Craig's Crown Cuts um, Academy podcast. Yeah, he's had me on there a few times. He's had you on there a few yeah. times. So Got me ready for this moment right here. That, he's been doing this longer than I have, so he's made, way better at it for sure. Tell me why you're a regular on there. I don't even consider that I'm a regular. Well, you've been on there more than once, so I'm going to say he probably, yeah, I'd say regular. They're all spaced out. I think we just run out of people every 20 Is is that what it is? He's like, hey, man, what are you doing tomorrow? I find that, like, I'll ask people like that. I'm like, hey, what are you doing tomorrow? Yeah, I think maybe just because I say yes every time, maybe that's it. Well, (laughs) I understand why, because you, look, I'm excited. So we've never met until just now. So I'm making a new friend. You guys are going to make a new friend. He seems like a great guy. Um, yeah. So first of all, because this is Johnson City Living, we want to know what you love about Johnson City. Oh, man. Well, I came to Johnson City um, when I came here to go to school. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I fell in love with the place because I was born in Knoxville and came from a place that was just a little bit bigger, a little bit faster. So um, being in just a little bit smaller town, kind of more... Uh, quaint as far as knowing more people, more like intimate relationships mm-hmm. with the community and things like that. But I mean, there's so many awesome things about John City. Um, there's so many great restaurants, so many great, uh, like I said, people. Mm-hmm. Um, I like obviously like the fact that we're right in the middle of the mountains. Um, probably I awesome. guess the typical things that everybody else says. Yeah. But um, top three are the people. Yeah. The mountains. And the weather, like they like the four seasons. Yeah, and I would say it's even a little a little better than Knoxville, even though it's a couple hours below us, just because mm-hmm. of the fact that you got like a few degrees less than they do at all times. There yeah, for me, so yeah, it's about as mild. We feel like we're better than Knoxville. Yeah, well, you know what's funny <laughs> is I feel that way too, but I I'm think kidding. everybody that's so proud from here, yeah, um, they always want to uh, give me a hard time for being from Knoxville oh. because they're so proud of being here. Oh, I got you. Yeah. And it's like a hundred miles down the road. I, I kind of say you're still in East Tennessee. If you're from Knoxville, we're pretty much the same. people. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I went to school in Knoxville. However, um, you left, I went to UT and got my degree there. So I spent a few years down that way. I love Knoxville. Nice place. Oh, it's great. And my family still lives there. So, um, you know, I was actually there this past weekend and stuff, oh, cool. so, but yeah, my dad actually works at UT. And does he? What does he do at yeah. UT? He is the um, he's over like all the accounting and stuff for the six bookstores on campus. Oh, nice. Yeah, so he got a lot of my money. Man, books aren't cheap. It's wild, isn't it? Yeah. Hopefully that's going down since I was there thirty <laughs> some years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um. So you came to Johnson City to go to Milligan. Is that correct? Yeah. And so, what made you? What led you to Milligan? Gosh. Um. I really think, um, you know, what's wild is early on, like being a baseball player in high school, um, 
I ended up having like a knee surgery that set me back my my junior year. Ouch. And uh, that's okay. Is that the ACL? Or the plant. Yeah. ACL, MCL, meniscus. All the L's. All in one swipe. Yep. Well, if you're going to do something, do it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we did it right. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, but kind of before that, and I guess is how a 14, 15 year old thinks, um, you know, before that, I had a lot of bigger schools that were interested in me as far mm-hmm. as playing baseball. Mm-hmm. And after that surgery, coming back before I was a senior, like a lot of a lot of those things um, just kind of dwindled out as far as like I was a step slower and this and that. With that being said, like a lot of the smaller schools that were not previously in on me now came calling. And so um, I... Uh, had four or five like division two NAI schools reach out to me. And mm-hmm. I just honestly feel like Milligan was the best place for me to like grow as a person mm-hmm. spiritually, athletically. Um, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but academically uh, Milligan is the second best school in all like the USA. Right, or, excuse me. We'll second, say that. I mean, no, no, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> I meant to say U S news and report for the state of Tennessee. Gotcha. They're always one second behind Vanderbilt. Really? So, academically like a degree from there means something you know mm-hmm. so yeah absolutely should um, you graduate I did. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they let me they, they wouldn't let me get in there i wasn't smart enough uh, i had to swine to go in knoxville i'm, I'm kidding um, so were you a believer before you went to milligan i was yeah um but i will definitely say that my faith got so much stronger um you know i guess when you get to milligan and they're like hey you got to take these bible classes like most kids are like, oh, this is, I don't want to study that. And mm-hmm. it's not, you know, I want to get into what I came here for. Right. Um, but I don't know. I mean, honestly, that like opened up my eyes a lot. And I got to see things through a different lens and a different perspective and different people from different walks mm-hmm. of life. And um, taking the classes that you actually had to take there um, really just broadened my worldview. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I would definitely say that it helped me out a lot. I'm thankful for it for sure. Yeah. But you still have a Christian worldview now, right? I mean, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you're looking yeah. at, um, yeah, and that's what they teach at Providence where our kids go all the time is, you know, what, sure. this is the world and the Lord made it all and this is how it works. And Yeah. But I guess what I'm trying to say is I think that what learning about all the different religions while I was there allowed me to do was like, I always came back to, mm-hmm. to being even stronger because you're aware of what's out there. Right. Right. Like if I take, take you to a restaurant and it's like, you want a cheeseburger or you want a pizza? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, I like cheeseburger and pizza. But if that menu has 10 other things on it that you've never tried, it's like, I just don't really know that it's out there. Right. I'm still coming back to the cheeseburger and pizza because I love cheeseburger and pizza. Right. But my every point, now and again, you might try a little sushi <laughs> and you're like, yeah. I'll learn about sushi. I didn't love it or whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I like sushi, but. I, and I don't. So it actually is very fitting that you say that. <laughs> you just stick with the cheeseburger. Yeah. But I, my point being is I always yeah. came back to what I knew and it made me just love that even yeah. more. Yeah. You know? So it was good. Cool. Now you, when did you start your, you say you, you referenced baseball. So when did you start your baseball career? Um, I guess like any typical kid, just T-ball. It. T-ball. Yep. Yeah, we played a little T-ball. Christian, he he could have been a really good baseball player, but he just didn't love it. Yeah. So you had a passion for it. Did your dad play baseball? Yeah, and that's a lot in my family. Um, you know, my grandfather played. Um, my dad played in college. My uncle played in college. Like, I have a cousin that played professionally. Like, so you got high-level baseball people around you. That's kind of the like, worst one, honestly. They're kind of like, Ryan. <laughs> 
you need to keep the torch burning. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was definitely something that, that was a passion that everybody in the family kind of shared. So yeah. You have brothers and sisters? I have one sister. She is a teacher as well. Cool. Um, and she's actually going back to get her doctorate right now at UT. Oh, nice. So I think she wants to kind of teach at the college level and okay. work towards that. So yeah. she's a few years younger than me. Does she teach in Knoxville now? Yeah, she was at Carnes oh, yeah. um, Middle School. So, yeah. Cool. And so you started playing baseball as T-ball, and then we moved up. And we went to high school. We hurt our knee, but we were still really good. <laughs> and so you got drafted. Right. You got you got recruited by Milligan. What was your Milligan baseball experience like? Um, when did you go to Milligan? What date? 2009 okay. to 2012, so for the four years there. Um, well, actually, 2009 is still the school record for wins um, as a freshman. Coincidental um, or not, probably. Well, I was probably a small part of that te- Very small part of that team. Played just a little bit as a freshman, um, but did get to play a little bit, so... Um, no, there's just some really awesome guys. It was just a perfect blend and, and everything of of guys on that team. And I think, let's see, my sophomore year, we were still a top 25 team. And then my junior and senior year, we were about 500. But, like, honestly, and it's not, not – And just, they're – what division? NAI. Okay. So, yeah. basically, you would equate that to um, – as, as closely as possible to like Division Two of NCAA. Okay. Yep. So like Carson Newman, Tusculum, like those schools that are around here. What's the conference they're in? Is it's, there is there a conference? Yeah, it's the AAC. Okay. So I mean, like Tennessee Wesleyan and mm-hmm. teams like that that you've probably heard of are in mm-hmm. that conference. But um, yeah, so it's really just like North Carolina, South Carolina, uh, Georgia, Tennessee, kind of in that area. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I mean my. My relationships with all my teammates are the best thing, you know, like, and I don't mean that to sound cliche, but like, I still talk to several of my teammates four or five times a day through text. Like a brotherhood. Absolutely. Created, yeah. It's just, um, when you spend every waking second together on a sweaty bus (laughs) or a locker room or a... You get $6 meal money at Wendy's or, you know, the Econo Lodge with bullet holes in the window and whatever, you know. Sounds very glamorous. Yeah. So if you're thinking about playing yeah. baseball at a college <laughs> level, just, I mean, this could happen for you. Could. <laughs> you could get six it. bucks at Wendy's. You're going to play. When I played, it was like that. I don't yeah, know. maybe they've gone up to $8 now. We'll give yeah. you $8. No Frosty. You can't yeah. get a Frosty in. God, I just could, buy as many patties as you can get for six dollars. I don't know how much time we have, but I'll give you a quick story. It's funny you say yeah, that. Yeah. So we got taken to Burger King one time. Um and we had just lost. And so for whatever reason our coach Does it go down to three dollars when you lose? Oh god. No, but his his here was the ultimatum no dessert. No dessert. No that's dessert. A, that's how Is he that who talks? Who's yeah. the coach? Uh, or who was it? It was Nathan Mead. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, we call that Southern Mafia. That was the no dessert. No dessert. So I go up, I order first, and um, you know, I guess until you're out of college, it's still cool to get an icy when you go to Burger King, or if you go to Burger King. And um, he, uh, <laughs> I order it. I order. Hey, you know, can I get a um, a Coke icy with my you know meal? Yeah, sure, sweetheart. Yeah. And he walks up to me and he just says in my ear. That's borderline dessert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's a drink. It's a drink. No, dude. It's drink, a dessert drink. It's, it's it's Coke. It's just a little different consistency. Yeah, it's yeah. like all ice. So he looks at her and he's like, cancel that. 
Excuse me. Cancel that. <laughs> so no icy for you. No icy. You win, you get an icy. You yeah. lose, no yeah. dessert. That doesn't sound like that's that would funny. Be real, but it is. And uh, that's small college baseball right there. Yeah, I ran into um, a team. They were coming into Moe's, and I got to meet the coach. I forget who it was. They were really. He was a really nice guy. Um, but yeah, all those guys were just loading up. I mean, oh, like, yeah. As much as you can eat, basically, because you guys work hard. Coaches don't really care if you win. They're not going to really look at the bill too much. But for whatever reason, I guess that's your – That's their one way they can – Oh, yeah. Besides running. Yeah, I can well, make them run, and I can make them not get dessert. Yeah. That's funny. Dessert. Do you like dessert? Are you a dessert guy? I love it. Well, do you like donuts? Do you yeah, like? That is my number one weakness. What's your number one donut oh, that you're going to go to in Johnson City? JC, probably Peggy Ann's. Which one are you going to get there? Peggy Ann's is top. We get a lot of Peggy Ann's people saying, yeah, hey. Yeah, I mean, Annie Ruth's is pretty good, too. Yeah. But I, I'm kind of more of a Peggy Ann's guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, if I go to Peggy Ann's, my number one item is going to be a key lime chest bar. Mm. But if I go for the donut, I'm still going to stick to the maple bacon, probably. Yeah, that one's pretty pretty solid. Yeah, I think uh, I think I've tried everything in there like once though. Um, and we'll probably try them again. Yeah, yeah. It's, but then it'll be like your cheeseburger. I'm just going back to the maple bacon <laughs> every time. Why? Yeah, Why ruin it? I know. Well, key lime chest bar though that sounds pretty legit. I haven't had that. They're over on the wall, about second shelf, and they're a game changer. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I got a buddy, Jeff Keller. He loves the Oreo roll. Never had it. So I, I didn't know that was a thing either. I thought I'd tried everything. He said it's the best thing they make. Yeah, we got to go back. Yeah, Jeff, if you're out there, bring us an Oreo roll so we can try it. But I'll go by and get a chest bar because I love key lime and I love chest bars. And so I, that like it's a fusion of two oh, yeah. amazing things. Well, we're headed to – my wife and I are headed to Portland um, in a couple of weeks actually. And like that's the thing I'm most excited about is they apparently have like a couple uh, – donut places that are like world renowned oh yeah yeah she's wanting to plan you know everything and i'm like when are we getting donuts okay so <laughs> you have a wife that's a good thing i do yeah yeah and you met her at mill again i'm i hear yes tell me about your wife what's her name um i don't my wife is janie janie and uh, i met her my freshman year at milligan okay so um was she on the softball team she better than you she <laughs> just kidding she is better than me but all of our wives are better and, than us yeah um they make us better no doubt but she ran track and cross country oh cool so it's funny i think the first interaction i actually had with her um without actually knowing it um there's a there's a batting cage behind the left field bullpen um Mm -hmm. at milligan and the loop where the track folks run is Mm kind of right behind there Mm -hmm. and back to small college baseball there's a hole in the net and we're hitting there one day and I hit a line drive through the hole and it's, I mean, if it hits somebody, it's going to kill them, you know? And, um, it just zooms right by our head out there on the loop. And of course, as soon as I hit it, I see it going through the loop and I'm scared to death. Like, Oh God, it's going to get down. Yeah. 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 We're like oh. yeah, yelling. Um, oh. it scatters a group of a few of them or whatever. And, um, Obviously, went out there to like apologize and yeah. get the ball and this. Maybe thing. Mark Fox will fix that before he retires. <laughs> <laughs> I think they have fixed it. Now. Okay. Actually, well, it was I, a few years ago. Actually, so. I do know they fixed it. Now. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of. I guess. Old Milligan, old. please do not hold us responsible for <laughs> your net 
issues. Right. But then we end up having an education class together because she's a teacher okay. as well at, yeah. at T.A. Duggar in Elizabethan. And um, we ended up basically separated. Like the teacher set us in alphabetical order, mm-hmm. which is, I guess, the only college class. What was her happens. maiden name? Uh, Robinson. Robinson. So W R. Not too close, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it was spread out, but um, he she would do it by first name. Oh, I got gotcha. you, gotcha. R and J, but um, finals week rolled around, and I basically was like, "Hey, um, I need some help studying." Um, and I didn't, mm, right? But, you know, kind of pull one. That of was those your games. game, yeah, yeah. So smooth, you know. I'm a baseball player, not very smart. Don't know yeah. numbers, stuff, whatever yeah. we're working on. Just need some help reviewing. Yeah. Bit. yeah, yeah. Um, it worked and man, it was the wildest thing. Like, honestly, uh, we just really hit it off so quickly. And the crazy part is, is I remember asking her out, I mean, to get all sappy on you cause we're like laughing and having a good time in here. But, um, I'd like basically told her cause it was last week before school was out. I said, if you come b- back in the fall with a boyfriend, like I'm going to be kicking myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just, you know, Stayed in contact that whole summer when I went back home, and it was like we never missed a beat mm. when August rolled back around. Where does she live? She's from Elizabethan. Oh, okay, so she stayed here. You went to Knoxville. Yep. All of her family is here. She's here. Um, she went to Elizabethan, all that. So, yeah, we dated for like uh, four or five years and um, then got married. So we have been married for a little over eight years now. Good for you. Yep. That's awesome. Any kids? Not yet. Not yet. But we would like to have some. That's um, cool. Yeah. But we just enjoy traveling and having a good time right now. Yeah. So, so you're going to Portland. What are you going to see in Portland? Um, well, we just try to pick a we just try to pick a vacation um, because of what we have enjoyed in the past of one that has like a city life, uh-huh. a beach because we can drive about an hour and a half over and be on the coast and visit a bunch of beaches. That's cool. And then have mountains all the same. Yeah. So there's not many places in the world that have like a good downtown life. Right. The beach and mountains. Right. So we're missing the beach. We are. But we have a lake. We do. I mean, it's basically like the same thing. It, it's close. <laughs> For our population, that's, that's as good as it gets. I mean, and, yeah. yeah. And we don't have to drive like four days to get there. No doubt. Are you flying out there? Yeah. We're just um, going from the Tri Cities of Charlotte to Portland. You could have ridden with my son Cameron. He's on his way to the Grand Canyon. I mean, it's pretty close. It's like just a little south of Portland. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, he would have been fine. He needed some company, so that would have been good. Gotcha, gotcha. And uh, he said <laughs> he's got some friends. And so, anyway, his car doesn't have great AC. And so, I don't know. That may be the reason that his co-pilot bailed on him, but the other co-pilot in the other car won't ride with him very often because he's like, mm-hmm. it's a little hot. Yeah, I probably wouldn't do that either. Yeah, so I'm like feeling bad for my boy. So. I'm a city boy, so. Yeah. Cam, hang in there, buddy. <laughs> You're going to make it. Um, yeah. So, you teach school at Elizabethan. Yeah. High school? I do. I teach business classes. So that's, that's what cool. I majored in. So you majored in, okay. And this will be my 10th year. So So uh, did you know you wanted to teach when you went to Milligan? Yeah, I, I, pretty early on. Yeah, like I would say about after the first semester I knew. Um, but like my dad's in business that I told you about. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I always knew that I wanted to do something business related, but mm-hmm. I didn't really know how to use it. Mm-hmm. My main concern was like, I just wanted to do something to help people, you know, and I feel like that's what I attempt to do with all the things that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so obviously with teaching, I was like, well, we can just combine the two and 
And uh, it's the best of both worlds. I get to talk about what I love all day long mm-hmm. and, and share that with somebody else. So That's cool. Yeah, absolutely. So um, what grade typically do you? Well, I have a, I have like, or is it all of them? It's all of them. Um, but I have classes that are more focused towards like ninth and 10th and mm-hmm. classes that are focused more towards like 11 and 12. So basically if they take like the intro to business class, mm-hmm. it's mostly younger kids. Mm-hmm. And then like my business management class and things like that's so like, you know, more like juniors and seniors. So. That's fun. Yeah. So were you trying to teach them to be entrepreneurs or more like? Um, these are just basic principles on how to run a business or yeah i mean the the basic principles of like just business in general i would say in the first class like it's you get a couple weeks of economics a couple weeks of accounting a couple weeks of um, management a couple weeks of marketing a couple weeks of advertising like and just try to expose them to as many things as possible because my Mm -hmm. goal is that like one thing will stick and they'll be like well maybe i didn't like this but Mm -hmm. i kind of like that i'll Mm -hmm. try that out yeah so just to um, give them a broad yeah. spectrum. And then the second level and third level classes focus more on like how to run a business. And we do a whole like uh, shark tank day where I bring in like local business owners and let them pitch their ideas and stuff. But they have to learn everything from just basics of getting your tax ID number to um, filling out the paperwork to getting insurance permits, just whatever, like whatever steps their business needs along the way. So that's cool. I just try to make it as realistic and project based as possible. Yeah. Um, so in the 10 years, you've probably seen some kids come out, start some businesses kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I think most of them, um, I'll tell you what's wild about high school. A lot of kids that didn't take business classes in high school, I'll see them now. I'm like, what did you major in? Oh, I majored in business. You didn't take any of those in high school, and they're like, I didn't realize I liked it till after high school. Well, we knew you were teaching us what they were saying. <laughs> That's pretty much what I was getting at, but no. I mean... Well, Mr. White, you were yeah. teaching that, yeah. and you're turf, I heard. I heard. You look like a pretty... I mean, you, you, you're you probably... You're a pretty imposing figure. Like, they're like, wow. I don't know. He looks like he might be tough. I don't know. I mean... Does the blonde hair and blue eyes not soften it up it, a little bit? It does a little bit for me. Yeah. It's working. Okay. And the smile. It's more the smile. <laughs> no. And so um, <laughs> you're not only teaching school, you're teaching, you, you teach private lessons at RBI? Yeah. So RBI Tri-Cities is a local business here in Johnson Yeah. City. I know Paul Hoyleman yeah. pretty well. He's a good dude. Yeah. Um, so you hang out with Paul a little bit? Yeah, sometimes. And um, a lot of those guys there I'm good friends with. Um Dylan Pratt. That's Tell me about RBI, because for the folks who are listening, they don't make. They're of like, course. "What is that? A run batted in?" Yeah, good. <laughs> Those are good. <laughs> yeah, of course. So RBI is a business in Johnson City. That's um, it's an indoor baseball facility, and we have um, you know, like six, seven cages. Um, we have a lot of uh, technology that allows you to measure different things in your swing and data tools, basically, to help you improve as a player. There's, I want to say, 10 or 12 instructors there for baseball and softball oh, wow. so for, like, private lessons. Team practices go on there. Um, high school teams come in in the spring whenever, you know, they may have a rain out or this or that. Um, they hold a lot of kids' camps. Um, basically just a baseball hub for the area to train when you're not playing. Yeah. And it's kind of a niche market, really, because, like um, – God, I don't know if I can say this, but I guess we're trying to pump Johnson City. Yeah, pump right it now. up, baby. Well, um, you know, there's another place in Kingsport mm-hmm. 
um, that's a similar place, but it's the only other thing that's that's uh, like that in a hundred miles, probably. Correct. And I guess what I always tell people about Johnson City is like, or a good place like RBI is the owner of said uh, baseball facility. Her son still comes to me for lessons. Hmm. Mm. And I don't think it's it's not necessarily because of me. I'm just saying it in the sense of like there's a lot of really good people at right. RBI and a right. lot of people that are very accomplished and is a great place to bring your son or daughter to. And I think well, and I think you know there might be a um, there's always a coach and student relationship there that a bond that you make. I mean, I had a tennis coach for years that was fantastic, and um, I just loved the guy, and he was great. And so I think. You got to factor that in a little bit as well, Ryan. So yeah. I think he probably loves you and enjoys hanging out with you. You're a good influence, not only with the bat probably, but in life as well. Yeah. And um, so it's hard to put a price on it. Yeah, I think so. I but like RBI that. is a cool place. Who? Um, so who are the owners of RBI and how's that? Well, actually, we've just had a shift lately. Um, Chris Lane, who is over Total Sports Management, and and your former your your wife's former coach. Correct. Yeah, um, he's a machine. He is, and um, so they basically have um, kind of in a transitional period, I guess you could mm-hmm. say, where Paul and Dylan are kind of like staying on as advisors, so to speak, I guess, and and Chris and his team have um, kind of filled in their spot oh so they're gonna take it over and run it yeah nice and so nothing um no complete overhaul or anything just kind of a change into the guard so to speak and then danny clark who um is from elizabethan okay he's the texas rangers minor league pitching coordinator so he's also um a local guy that is part owner and then you've got reed casey Okay. I don't know if you know Reed. I don't know Reed. Reed is an ETSU guy. Um, he actually teaches with me at Elizabeth, and um, he played baseball at ETSU, pitched in the Cleveland Indians organization. Um, so those are the owners, and those two guys, last two guys I mentioned, have been there the whole time. So great, gotcha. great dudes, great dudes. That's cool. Um, did Jeff Reed ever come over there? He's with Providence Academy. He's their coach now, and he's. I think he kind of has his own place at his house. Oh, does he? I didn't yeah. know that. That's yeah, cool. He has. Um, I think he has like his own little facility in his basement. Neat. Yeah, I didn't so. know that. See, I'm learning. I need to hang out with him. Get him on here. Mm-hmm. He'd be good. Okay. So you also have another, like you just need more stuff to do, I think. <laughs> so when you're not coaching or teaching, you're learning how to become a barber. Is this right? That is correct. Yeah. yeah. Tell me where'd that come from? you like, I just. You know, I, I think as. As a, like I mentioned, an athlete in the past, you just spend so much time immersed in that world or coaching or teaching or whatever I was doing, so much immersed in those jobs that I never really got a chance to explore, I think, like my creative side. Mm. And not that I'm like amazing with art or anything, but like I always have enjoyed it and mm-hmm. had like an eye for it. So, like, to where I see like beauty and like, things that God's created Mm -hmm. around us, you know, and just, um, I don't know, a very detailed, like observant air, you know, airport watcher guy or, you know, I love watching people and yeah. And so I just feel like I see the details and like everything around me Mm -hmm. and it's really fun for me to create something with my hands. And I always enjoyed like getting a haircut myself Mm -hmm. and I started talking to like, several of the people um, that had cut my hair in the past and 
they kind of like talked to me about it and like, why don't you just, you know, why don't you give it a go? Like, I think you'd be good at it. Like it already kind of fits your skill set as far Mm -hmm. as talking to people, communicating with people, Mm -hmm. whatever. And, um, the pandemic, that's kind of the silver lining. It has actually allowed me to start when we were out of school last spring. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was able to get like a lot of the book work done for barber school and everything like that. And just hopped right into it. For people listening who might want to become a barber, what is what does the process look like? So, as a barber, you um, you said there's book work, so you got to go to school somewhere. There actually is, yeah. So, um, you know, a barber really is extremely well rounded. I don't know, I didn't even know that really going into it, but um, you have to pass a written test um, after your fifteen hundred hours of course credit are done, and it's fifteen hundred total hours. So. Not in college, like we have a three-hour class. Right. Yeah. That'd take a while. Yeah. I'm in yeah. barber college for 18 years. <laughs> um, I got it. They're just clocking Finally. in and clocking out for 1,500 hours. But a barber is capable of using a straight razor. They are. Um, they have to know chemistry. They have to know electricity. They have to know, um, understand, like, color and understand, um, you know, like manicures and like, I didn't even realize that a barber was supposed to do all that. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a whole lot of services. So that's cool. In the morning, you basically have a few hours of class, Mm -hmm. theory class. Mm -hmm. And then in the afternoons you have like a practical or you're working on the public there. So the public can come into our school at ground cuts Academy and get a haircut. So that's our practice in the afternoon, so to speak. That's and, and that's right on South Rhone street. Yeah. Just right between, yeah, right up the road, just between Open Doors Coffee Shop, one of the best coffee shops in East Tennessee, and um, downtown. And so, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, so how long? Craig's been doing that for a little while, right? 2017, I think, is when the school mm-hmm. opened. Yeah. Um, it just kind of filled a void that was not here in yeah. Kansas City. So. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, absolutely. So, when, so how many hours do you have now? I'm at like 13... 40, 13, So I've got about a month and a half left and nice. I'm just trying to get done before we go back to school right. in August. Okay. Um, and then, so what's the plan then? Are we going to still teach? Yeah. And um, then just after that, I don't have, um, honey, I'm not coming home. I'm going to go to the barbershop for a while. Well, I think doing baseball lessons and being a barber on the side, both allows me to be flexible mm-hmm. outside of school. I mean, school's over with at 245. Uh, you know, uh, and then you've got a lot of breaks and summers off and things mm-hmm. like that. So the schedule is conducive to doing something else. Else on the side, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And I'm a big advocate of everybody having like a side hustle. A little side hustle. Yeah. I like it. Multiple streams. So I'm going to start my own business. Okay. And it's mostly going to be mobile barbering. Gotcha. I think that also kind of set up a truck away. over at RBI. As they come out, they just get in the truck. Well, Actually, more like house calls in the sense of like you call me or you set up a point with me, you work from home, you have the yeah. kids. You, uh, this is brilliant. I love it. And I come to you and cut your hair. So I do a lot of that actually right now. That's cool. Yeah. And I think that's one thing is like another silver lining from COVID is like a lot of people with busy lives or this or that, they don't want us come and sit for three hours at the barbershop mm-hmm. and, you know. If they've got, especially if you've got multiple kids and families and things like that. So, um, that's awesome. That's the move. And then if there's ever a time whenever somebody maybe doesn't want a house call, I I do have, I guess, I don't know if I can really say it yet, but I do have someone that's been gracious enough to allow me to cut 
in their shop downtown Johnson City before and after their hours. Oh, cool. So Nice. Nice. We had Randy Almanzor on here. He has a little barbershop downtown. Interesting. So, um, that's maybe a place that you maybe, should look into. Maybe I should talk to Randy. Tell me, um, well, that's, I, I think that's brilliant. You know, a lot of people say we learned a lot during COVID. You know, we've learned about all kinds of stuff. And I learned that I can't cut my own hair very well. <laughs> I, I think a lot of people learned that. And I learned And that my wife, she did a pretty good job, but she was like, I don't like cutting your, you know, like it's just, I'm afraid I'm going to well, mess have it a up. Clean cut now. Who takes care of you in John City now? I go down to CS McCullough's right here downtown. Good. And um, Melinda is my my barber. She does a good job. She does. She was actually um, an instructor at Crown Cuts before she came to. She told me she was a teacher yes. somewhere. She I didn't actually know. taught me quite a bit. Early Did she? On. She's great. Yeah, she is. She's funny. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, so tell me. Okay, so we know CS McCullough's. Where are some other places people can get, in your mind, like a good man's haircut? Like a, from a, I would say in Johnson City the top. I'll give you like give me the top five. five. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would say JC Mail. Okay, I, those Nate, guys do a good job. Nate Wright, Seth, Kenny. Those. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could go on the list, but everybody there is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Breaker Barber Company. That's around the corner from Johnson City Brewing downtown. Okay. They just moved across. They used to be in the mezzanine up above Main Street Pizza. Yeah. And I haven't, I haven't been there. They're where, I guess it was Blue Willow Bridal, I guess, that moved out. Okay. And they're there now. Cody and Preston, um, they probably cut my hair between those two probably 80% of the time. Breaker. Barber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, Taylor Made Barbershop that's over off West Walnut Street. Mm-hmm. It's also a really, really good place. Um, very well-rounded. Micah Taylor's been doing it for a long time mm-hmm. there, and he's he's an, an incredible, um, influential entrepreneur too, in, in our area and and all that. So, that would I give you there? Give you four? One more? I would say, um, gosh, if we're still in John City, I don't know. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to leave anybody out because right. I've got several in mind. Probably. Over in Boone's Creek, like at the Haven, it's like a salon, more of a salon. But there's four or five really talented people there that I'm really? aware of. Yeah, that's cool. And in the Haven, at, um, where is it at? It's called the Haven. It's just basically off Exit 17. You before you get the Cracker Barrel. Ah, in like a little strip area. There. Yes, I know exactly where you're at. Really, that's yeah, cool. There's some talented people there. You mentioned that you let some people cut your hair 70, 80 percent of the time. Yeah. Why are you branching out? Like, I'm like a, I'm a routine kind of guy. Like, I went downstairs mm-hmm. to C.S. McCullough's, and I said, I want my things booked out for the whole, all of 2021. I want to, I don't even want to think about it. Like, I'm just going to come back every two weeks Yeah. on Saturday morning. Let's go. Well, there's multiple reasons for me, because I, I try to learn something while I'm getting a haircut. Well, you are becoming a barber. So, so I do try thing. to, like, right. see other people's work and how they go about doing it. Nice. Um, but also because... I say 75, 80% of the time because those two guys right there are booked out like a month in advance. Yeah. Which I don't understand why people complain about that sometimes when they're like, my barber's busy. Well, it's like a good thing. I think it's because as guys, sometimes we aren't like thinking ahead on stuff. Like we're just like, we look and we wake up one morning and we're like, 
need a haircut. Oh, wow. My hair's a little crazy. When was the last time I got it cut? Three weeks ago. You know, or four, a month ago. I don't know. Right. And so then they want to get it. We want to fix things. We want to get it done then. And so That's I got, true. we used to go to Earl's. Um, do you ever go to Earl's over across from? Uh, I know where it's at, but I've never been there. Yeah. Earl is like, he's got to be 85 and he's still cutting hair every day. That That's guy's impressive. like a machine and he does such a nice guy. I love him to death. And they've got a great old school barbershop you can go in there grab a chair they give it a number and then you wait in line and hop in one day i had to wait like an hour and a half and i was like oh this is a little you know and so i said all right i need to i need to find a place where i can book my appointments and so i love you earl and sorry i'm not coming there and and, but i just need to have a regular schedule yeah i mean what you and and the other part is my schedule just doesn't allow for me for for me to know what i'm going to do be doing a month in advance right or however regularly you get a haircut but but we are appreciative for people like you that keep a recurring appointment going yeah yeah Yeah. that way you can kind of plan on me being there and harassing you and you're probably like well i don't know that i want to book you out that long Let's just see how this one goes, and then we'll like, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I don't know. You, you're a little weird. Uh, it's, let's not just let's just go to the next one. We'll give you one more. Um, <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry. Um, so you're kind of a buff fella. You like working out as well? Um, yeah. I mean, I've had to slow down a little bit in the past. I don't know, a few years um, with just some like little nagging injuries and stuff but yeah i still try to because you're getting older how old are you now <laughs> man i'm only 30 i know uh-huh. that sounds crazy uh-huh. but my joints are i feel 55 man um man that sounds nuts but, yeah um now i get it i'm just trying to like you train harder as i get older you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i want because i want to be able to do this lifetime yeah you know what i mean yeah. so um i just try to make sure that you know i lift weights probably three times a week mm-hmm. and move my body in some cardio fashion the other two or three days a week. So okay. take a day or two off. And what's your, like, I love hearing about people's routines, daily routines on, cause you, uh-huh. obviously you got a lot going on. Yeah. And for people who are listening, you, you must kind of be disciplined in things to, to get it done. And so what's your daily routine? Like when you're getting up, when you're working out, what's, what does it look like in the day? I know it's summer and you're out of school, so it's, it throws a little wrench in it. But yeah, I mean, because you got to be at school pretty early. Yeah, we're still at barber school at. I'm still there at eight thirty, so I, that feels like I get to sleep in compared to the school year. Right, because you got to be at Elizabethan at what seven thirty? Seven thirty. Yeah. So I'll get up. Um, I I work out sometimes in the morning, sometimes in the evening. It kind of just depends, but I always make time for it. Um, but if I'm working out that morning, that's the first move. I'll come back, um, get ready for the day, be at barber school by 8.30. Um, and then, like I mentioned, um, I have school from 8.30 till 5, taking appointments or walk-ins at school from, like, 11 to 5. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, I'll, on Mondays, I do lessons mm-hmm. um, at RBI. And then, um, like this week, I have 11. I think I have 11 house calls booked right now. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and, I, and you get hours for those as well. No. Because they're not Otherwise, inside a... I done with school yeah. months ago. Oh, man. That was the one thing I didn't think about with the house yeah. calls. Well, I guess it's just because they have to trust that you're... Actually doing haircuts. Could you video them and let Craig watch your video? No, they won't. <laughs> they won't they're, do that either. They're not about FaceTime? 
put a FaceTime there? Still not about you got to be in a facility. Well, good for them. Yeah. That's they're holding. That's quality control for sure. Yeah, I like. I mean, it. you want to be somewhere where standards held. So. Yeah, for sure. And I hear those guys like the inspector people. I mean, they're pretty pretty it, tough sometimes. It, you got to have like a name be. tag if they find hair on the floor. Like if you cut somebody's hair and they didn't sweep it up. Yeah. Which I'm the guy who gets Trash out of the chair and I'm like, and I'm like sweeping up and helping out <laughs> and just they're like really and I'm like why not? I'm, my son's getting his haircut. I had a boss, he said, he used to say, if you got time to lean, you got time to clean. So grab a broom, bro. That's it. And I was like, okay, yes, sir. That's and it, so, man. One of those, that one stuck for a while, you know. Well, so. you can come hang with me. You can clean at the house calls if you want to. If okay. You, if you get bored yeah. or anything. Yeah, yeah. I'll just follow you around like a vacuum. And yep. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to you getting your, your place going. Um, you're going to just, um, yeah, so you're going to be doing haircuts soon. And so you said another month and a half. So, yep, about the middle of August. About when you get back from Portland, eating um, donuts, <laughs> cutting hair out there. <laughs> yeah. Now tell me, sorry, I'm jumping around. Oh, tell me about your your um, recent award you won through Crew. Yeah. So American Crew, um, yeah, American has, Crew. has what's called an All Star Challenge. Yeah. And they've had it for licensed barbers all around the globe for several years now. And this year was the first year of their student competition. And I mean, I deal like I would say that behind the chair is what American Crew was was working with on this. Mm-hmm. They are the biggest company in in the hair industry for like hair products. That kind of stuff. Education, products, um, anything and everything to do with hair. Really? Women's, men's, whatever. Like, I think they have 1.9 million or something on uh, Instagram. Like, they're huge. They're a big deal. Yeah, and I never thought it would get to be like this. But basically, they had a student competition this year where you enter a couple photographs and um, you just had to take it from a couple different angles. It had mm-hmm. to be black and white because they want to use these for like their advertisements or oh, okay. you know, yeah. for the winners. And I entered it with zero expectation, but I'm just always trying to, you know, better yourself. Yeah. Try to take a risk. Any opportunity. Step out. Yeah. Get out of your comfort zone a little bit. 100%. Plus, it's one of those where you enter it and if you lose, it's like it's, nobody knows. There's 100,000 other entries. No big deal. Right. So, um, with all those entries, and then um, there were 42 countries that there were entries from, and for whatever reason, they found mine to be the best um, for the student category. So, man, it's really been overwhelming and mind-blowing as far as all the doors it's opened. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I was in an advertisement this past week for like a shear company that reached out to me. Um, there's been a lot of social media pub about it. Of course, the prizes and stuff that come from it are really cool, so... They send you like two grand worth of American Crew products. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah, and they're flying out an educator from their team to come work with me one on one. And so basically, your prizes are geared towards you as a student, like trying to help you get ready for your further career. you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's what's been so cool about it. Um, Barber Evo, um, which is the largest um, barber magazine that's out there. Um, like put me in their story yesterday. Oh, how cool is that? Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm excited about. I was excited about the marketing that it allowed me to, um, get the exposure. Not so much like, you know, I don't really care that Ryan White won an award or look at me or anything, but just the fact that it, it allows you to have a different platform. Right. And 
as I'm finishing up just to have that momentum headed out the door. Yeah. So yeah. And you get to choose how you use that platform too. Absolutely. Which is huge. Absolutely. Um, It's definitely opened up my mind to some, maybe some things that I want to explore in the future that I didn't even know were possibilities in the hair industry. Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Congratulations. That's awesome. That's awesome. So do you feel like, um, you're going to continue to teach or would you, I mean, I don't know if the principal's listening, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, you, you sound like you loved teaching or you love teaching. And so, um, but you know, maybe you get to step out and do your creative side a little bit more and cut back on teaching. I don't know. What's your plan? You have one? I still, I feel like I can just grow slowly. Okay. And I think at some point it will be revealed to me, um, by, I, I wouldn't necessarily say by God, but just by the fact, by financially of like how many clients I have and stuff cutting hair. And basically, if I just did a cost-benefit analysis of when it turns into being mm-hmm. worth it to do right. this full-time or not. And if it if I teach for 30 years, that's okay, too, because like you said, I really do love it. Yeah. So I'm okay, and I'm open with whatever. And I think that um, if I just keep doing what I'm doing and give everything I've got and and, you know, be the best that I can be, then mm-hmm. it'll turn out how it's supposed to turn out. Yeah. Well, and you, yeah, I think it is up to the Lord a lot, but it's a lot of you too. You got to. Yeah, for sure. You got to I mean, do what you need to do. Will. We you have know? free will. Yeah. And, um, and you look like a person of excellence. Like you're always thinking about how do we, how do I do it? Well, you know, if is you're that, winning, is that a Rick, that's Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I just get up in the morning <laughs> Um, yes. And so it is a Ricky Bobby. He's my hero. And, uh, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. if you're going to do something, let's just max it out and do it to the best of our ability. Absolutely. And um, so I get that. Where did you feel like that drive came from? Sound like it may have started with your granddad if he's playing pro ball or yeah. high level ball. Gosh. Well, I think that, I mean, really just a family structure and just, a a family that taught me, uh, parents that taught me to, um, have priorities and they, they had discipline for me and had structure for me in place. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, I guess we keep circling back to it, but I think that we were created to be, to use the talents that we were given mm-hmm. to, I feel like it's disappointing to God if we don't give everything we have with what we've been given. Right. You know what I mean? Like kind of like the, story of the talents where the guy goes and buries his and he's still got it but it he didn't show it off or anything and he's like you wicked servant you know like just wore him out exactly go hanging out on the line spot on um i feel like i feel like if i've been given a gift um no matter what it is or whatever anybody's listening Mm -hmm. has been given it's just everybody's been given one so whoever's listening to this right now you have a special gift that you've been blessed with something and you can do it to you can use it in some way to better yourself mm-hmm. and the world around you. Yeah, and you can be the best at that one thing in the world. Absolutely. And the person that's the best at something in the world gets to do it for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you get to help other people, which is what we love doing. For sure. Yeah, same here. I love helping people, and I'm glad you do too. And I think that's Absolutely. what makes our area so awesome, because I think the whole area feels that way. How do I help you? How do I help you? I keep hearing that over and over and over from our, you know, all the guests on here. But just people, you know, like, what do you need help with? No doubt. I was listening to a, uh, another podcast this morning, and one of the guys was saying, you got to learn to be able to say, hey, I need help, too. Because when you say that, it opens up the opportunity for others to come in and help you. 
And they and they get to use their gifts, you know. And on top of that, I feel like if you always seem like you never need any help, yeah, then you're then you're not as approachable, right? Because that guy, that girl, whoever he or she is, they never mess up. Got it all together. They don't, you know. And that, uh, like I said, that makes you not as approachable as well. Yeah, because all of us fall short. So. Yeah, we yeah. do for sure, Absolutely. for sure. Well, Ryan, it's been a pleasure um, hanging out with you, getting to know you. The one other thing um, I'm going to say is you can follow him on the Common People Barber on Instagram. Oh, I got one more question. I, do, I, have, a, I have some questions for you. Oh, hit me, bro. Let's go. I love this. This is going to be good. So I, 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 I gathered this up, listened to a few of the other episodes, okay. and I'm going to hit you with some rapid-fire questions because I know you weren't ready for this. This is wonderful. And nobody ever asks you how Colin's doing. They don't. So here we are. Yeah, let's go. Pancakes or waffles? Ooh, Pancakes. Why? Um, because I think my son likes pancakes better. Although we do like waffles. It's kind of like a, I'm going to say it's really a toss up there. But a, a good pancake, like a blueberry pancake, okay, pretty okay. good. But waffles with whipped cream and strawberries, that's hard to beat too. So I need you to be all in here. Okay. Are we pancakes? No, I'm going waffles. I'm changing. <laughs> I'm flip flopping. I answered too quickly. It was rapid fire. I know. I screwed that up, didn't I? No, that's you're not good. What you're rapid good. Fire is. I'm going to go waffle. Chipotle or Barberitos? Oh, Barberitos. I can't even, I haven't even been to Chipotle oh. because my friend owns Barberitos and I think we wouldn't be friends anymore. If you Andy, don't want to be asking, Osbolt? I'm cutting his kid's hair this week for the first Which time. Which one? Um, all of them. All of them? Yeah. So we'll give them all mohawks. That would make them look good. Tell them, <laughs> tell them it's from Colin. Yeah. yeah. And cut Pam's hair. Just cut them all. Give them all mohawks all the way over there. Just get them all. Maisie, you're getting a haircut too. You got I'm it. I'm just kidding. Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or 100 duck-sized horses? I'm going to go with the one horse-sized duck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll just punch him in the jaw and he'll go down. Done. If a movie was made of your life, who would play you? Mm, man, there's so many options there. I mean... Mm, that's a tough one. I get people that say I look like, um, I can't even think of his name. The guy off of, um, he was on um, Arrested Development. Um, Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. My Ozark. Wife, yes. Uh, we've watched Ozark. And that show makes me sweat. I'm like, he's going to get caught. And like good. at any minute, I'm just, I'm looking over at my wife. I'm like, this show just drives me nuts. So Jason Bateman, if. He and Matthew McConaughey had a baby. That would be the guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Got it. Two more. What is your biggest pet peeve? Oh, um, I think my, that's a tough one. I'm big on manners. Like I'm really trying to hammer the boys with manners. And so when they say, yeah, like if I'll, you know, something like that, like, yeah, I'll take, you know, that or whatever. I'm like, no, you need to say, yes, sir. I would love a haircut, Ryan. Yeah. Please. Like Thank you, sir. You That's know, good. so manners. It's right. easy. You know, it's too easy. Last one. Hit me. The most important one. Mm -hmm. Did Carol Baskin kill her husband? Mm. I don't, Carol, I hate to say it, but yeah, I feel like she did. I feel like she did. Like, there's just no way she didn't. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I mean, she, or she trained a tiger to kill him. <laughs> Maybe she wrapped him in meat while he was sleeping and let the tigers out. And they're like, oh, no. 
I didn't. I just wanted her to scratch him up a little bit, and they they killed him, and so she had to do something with his body. So yeah, you heard it. You heard it here first. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think first. <laughs> that show was nuts. It was like a f- train wreck. You couldn't stop watching it. Um, yeah. So, are you a Joe Exotic fan? I was just a fan of the show. It I was, mean, I'm not, I'm not necessarily rooting for anybody. It's like just the pure entertainment of it was like cringy, but you couldn't help not watch it. So I'm always telling my kids, make good decisions, right? You have the choice to make a good decision. So I think when he said, hey, I'm going to get a baby tiger as a pet, (laughs) that was a bad decision. You could just see it kind of spiraling. That's the domino effect. It's the domino effect. (laughs) Domino effect. Okay. um, One more question for you. Okay. In a sprint, 100 yards, is Janie going to smoke you or are you going to take her? No, I mean, if it's 100 yards, she's getting dusted. Okay, so, but if it's a mile, I'm getting dusty. <laughs> You're more of a sprinter than a distance man. Yeah, no baseball player except for pitchers can run long distance. Yeah, nobody does that, and pitchers don't even do that anymore. Yeah, so. yeah, she's killing me. She's does she I mean, work out? Do you guys work out together? She no, we don't. Yeah, um, I still. It's important to her on our anniversary or her birthday that mm-hmm. we work out together. Mm-hmm. So I'll do that. I'll go do, um, don't tell anybody, but I'll go do CrossFit like two days a year for that. Gotcha. She's a CrossFitter. Yeah. I hope that doesn't make anybody out there. No, I used to CrossFit and I got, uh, I got sore all the time and old and, and late. I left it over late and he's, he's banging it out. <laughs> so I'll do that like two times a year. But outside of that, no, we do not, um, work out together but she's a cardio machine she still runs like marathons and stuff like i don't i don't understand those people you need to come uh try to watch that that's the worst spectator sport in the world do you like drive a little bit further down wave at her again ride a bike and see them come around a corner and Mm -hmm. if you're not at every checkpoint they know that you weren't there Mm -hmm. somehow you don't love me why weren't you at the corner of main and market what's the problem with you you know the last race that she was at i went to every corner or whatever and i was like I don't even know how to cheer at these things. Mm. Think about this. Like, I, I don't know if we're running out of time here, but think about this. We are, this. but it's okay. <laughs> Layton's like, wrap it up. Think about this. A spectator sport. Like, what do you say? When somebody's running, there's only like three things you can say. Like, keep going. You got this. Good job. You got this. Mm-hmm. Wait, one foot in front of the other. Like, mm. Way other? to keep your feet moving. Great job. You know, You're really pumping your arms good. Yeah. Smile. I, I mean, what do you <laughs> push that guy over and get out of get out of his way? Every get, other sport yeah. in the world, it's like there's a million things you could say. So I never know what to do. I always look like I'm I don't fit in in the crowd. Right. Like I look lost. Like I mm-hmm. I have the one guy with a map that's where's where's the route? Yeah, yeah. Maybe so. you should just say, hey, you should wear AirPods the whole time <laughs> and be on on you know, and you could talk to her the whole time and just like. Oh, you're Cheer on. so good. Keep it going. Yeah. You're, congratulations. You made it another mile. Yeah. Only 24 or 5 more to go. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I learned a lot from you today about barber stuff, um, about high school teaching. It's your teaching business. And then I also learned that I'm not going to go to a marathon and cheer on people. No. I think it's start and finish. Like, right? Those are the two main things. Yeah. If I had to do it, I think I would be like, hey, let's go. We're going to do it. Let's go. You're, yeah. You go. You go. And then like, all right, let's go maybe, you know, get a breakfast and then a little nap in uh, and right. then come back at the end. And don't, like, I'll be there that. to hug you. That kind of thing. Don't do the nap. 
I tried that one. You overslept. I did. No, no, no. Oh, okay, good. I didn't go over well though. Oh. Like, hey, I didn't see the whole race. So I was really busy. I, I was doing a, stuff. Got a breakfast sandwich and took a nap because <laughs> it's three hours. See, so. your brain and mine were like right on the same. No, that's letter. That's like legit what I did before. Yeah, so. and she's like, I don't do that anymore. Yeah. I didn't sign up to run a marathon. Why not? You know, like, yeah, that's your own choice. No Again, doubt. comes back to choices. <laughs> All right, Ryan. Anything else you want to share with the world? No, just um, you know, if if a house call or yeah, um, how do they find like those, you? Um, you want to give out your cell phone number? Um, probably not. Okay, but that's fine. If you don't want a lot of business, <laughs> can you uh, can they message you on absolutely on Instagram? Absolutely. So I'm on IG at the Common People Barber. The Common um, People Barber. I love it. DM me on there, or you can call Crown Cuts Academy, um, and they have a way they can give you my phone number that way as well. So. I get it. Um, I will make sure that I take care of you if that's a good fit. Being for the you. American Crew I'd winner, you're it. you're booked up. I'd love, to, yeah, somewhat. I mean, for a student, yeah, that's awesome. But I would like to uh, anybody else that that's a fit for. Yeah, I'd like I love that idea. That's fantastic. Yes, sir. You bring your whole big barber chair in that weighs like two thousand pounds too, or now somebody needs to come up with a great portable barber chair. Ooh, we could come up with an inflatable one. You just gotta be careful. <laughs> Got to be careful with the scissors around it. I don't know if this screams premium. <laughs> well, like, it could be awesome. We could max it out. Maybe so. Hey, We're here for a good time. American crew, you heard it here. That's yeah. my idea. Do not start selling inflatable barber chairs. Gotcha. <laughs> I really enjoyed hanging out with you. Thank you very much. Thank you all for listening. Thanks. Come see Ryan. Hit him up on Instagram. I looked at his Instagram. Those cuts are crazy good. I think my favorite is a guy named Leighton Hart and his boy on there looking sharp. And so if you need a haircut, if you need to buy a house, that's what I do. Sell a house. You need to buy a house, Ryan? Um, not right now. I just bought one a few years ago. So. Well, it's time to sell it because okay. now is the time <laughs> because they uh, we're selling them like as fast as they make them or they're not making them very fast. But as soon as you hit the market, it's gone. So, yeah, let's make some money. You okay. want to sell? Okay. I like money. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. All right. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day, and we love you. See you.